Your spring is about to get a lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime. And blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All in one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. My favorite way, my number one way that they talk to me, I basically established, hey, talk to me with license plates. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Literally. So this is a really interesting episode, y'all. This is a, a little bit outside of our purview but it's very much in my personal purview. We're going to talk to Rebecca Rosen. She is maybe, if, if not the, certainly one of the leading mediums in the world. She specializes in connecting people with people who've passed away and in a, in a way that is super helpful and very, very specific. And I've known her for years and years and years and years. Um, she has a podcast. She has a lot of books out there. She's done very well for herself. And I love this world. And it's super fun for me to share her with you guys. This is a good one. Very different and very cool. I hope you like it. Hi, how are you? Hi, very well. How are you? It's so exciting to have you on the podcast. I was so excited that you wanted to do it. It made me really yeah. happy. I mean, we've never had anybody like you. Well, there's nobody like you. So we obviously we couldn't have somebody like you if we tried to have somebody like you. But that said, we've never had anybody like you. Wow. Well, I'm honored that I get to be the first. The first medium? Is that what we're going to officially call you? Yeah. I'm a spiritual medium, psychic medium. Now, let's, because you know I'm, I'm, I'm down with the cause. I'm, I'm totally down with the cause. But there are going to be people listening to this who are going to be skeptics. And, uh, you know, I listen, I did a show on on this realm of my boys called The Low Files. And our theme that I, our, our tagline I made up to explain all of this is, it's more fun to believe. And that's kind of the way I, I look at it. But for people who are going, oh, please, and rolling their, their eyes about this, what do we say to them? You know, trust me, I get it. I was a skeptic when this all began. So I really think being skeptical is healthy to a certain degree. Being cynical is a different story, right? Because I meet you where you're at. So if you're completely shut down and set in your viewpoint, I can't help you. But if you come into it with an open mind yet healthy skepticism, the work speaks for itself. 
And so I really do a lot around, I'm an evidential medium. I provide evidence, proof, things nobody could know except you. Okay. So I establish that trust between you and whoever your dead loved one is coming through. And then from that place, there's an openness. And then I can give you the more universal, general messages like, I'm sorry, or I'm okay, or I love you and proud of you. And all of those things that really at the end of the day is what people want. They want to hear that from their loved ones. I do these Zoom group readings, okay? And so here I have eight people, eight strangers, um, except there of those eight, there were two sisters who came in. One of them completely open, has seen me before. One of them completely skeptical. This is her first time. And so their mom came through and I'm channeling the mom and I could tell the skeptical sister was just not having it. <laughs> Again, I don't take it personally. I get it. And so my job is, okay, spirit, bring through, deliver the goods, bring through enough to confirm to her and her mind and heart, this is real. And so I said, okay, your mom is saying, I'm supposed to say, wing beneath my wings, Bette Midler, the song. Well, she almost fell out of her chair. They tell me this story that the day before the reading, they were together and they were driving around. And that was the song that was their mother's favorite. They played it at her funeral. They know it's she's around when they hear it, at least the sister who believes. And so they said, while we're driving today, play that song in the radio. And then mom, one step further, bring it up in the group with Rebecca. Well, sure enough, at the end of their day together, the very last song, when the sister was dropping one the other sister off, it comes on Sirius XM. Come on. Amazing. Then in my group, I said, hey, your mom's saying mention wind beneath my wings. What does that mean to you? Well, that was enough evidence that you could see just her energy completely transform and open. And from there, the healing began because I was able then to get through to her and away from her heart and not her her head. And so it's really powerful when you can make those connections. Well, and, and that's sort of the thing, right, is, is your logical mind, your analytical mind is a different silo. And it's useful. Obviously, it's useful. It's critical. But there's the intuitive other that when it happens to us, our logical mind immediately tries to make sense of. And at the end, there is no practical sense. It, it, does, that, does that make sense? Do you know what I'm saying? I do. You know, intuition operates through our feelings. Our feelings are in our heart. You can't find this deeper faith and trust in something bigger in your head. Okay. And I always say the one two punch is when you combine intellect and intuition. You make responsible choices from your mind, but you really gut check it with your heart, with your gut, your intuition. First of all, let's let's talk a little bit about for people who don't know you, your your history. How did you come to know you have this gift and what have you done with it? in your life up until this moment and give people a little bit of history on you. Yeah. And this is, I think, very important. It'll make it, I think, more relatable to your audience in that for the first 20 years of my life, I didn't know I had this gift. I was a typical kid. I grew up in a traditional Jewish household in the Midwest, in Omaha, Nebraska. So we were into psychics. We didn't talk about this stuff, right? And here I am. I go to the University of Florida for school. My freshman year had an amazing time. 
However, back home, my father was suicidal. He attempted suicide. His mother had killed herself. Okay. He felt a lot of turmoil, some responsibility. He had mental illness. Well, here I am all the way down in Florida. My parents are protecting me, not telling me what's going on. And then the way I dealt with it was I started to sleep eat. And what would happen was, is during the days I was fine, I was functioning. But the way I was processing, I was stuffing my feelings with food. I would sleepwalk into the kitchen night after night after night. I mean, I, it was scary. When you say sleep eat, walk me through that. Are you, you you're coming, you come to and you're in the kitchen eating or yeah. you know you're doing it and you don't, and you say screw it and you realize you're kind of in a sleep state. It was for the first, like, let's say 15 to 30 seconds. I truly am sleepwalking and eating and not conscious. Then you wake up. But by at that point, I've already had handfuls of potato chips or peanut butter or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. It was comfort food. I stuffed my feelings with food because growing up, that's what we did. You know, a lot of times um, we find a drug of choice and that was my unconscious comfort. So I would wake up and I'm like, what is going on? And uh, needless to say, I gained weight. My grades were slipping. I was a mess. I was depressed. And so I would cry myself to sleep. I started praying again, was not raised to be religious. So I didn't fully even know what I was praying to. But one day my prayers were answered. I was at a bookstore and I was supposed to be studying for a marketing exam. And I could not think. I was so frustrated. So I took out my journal and that was always my therapy. And I started to write my frustrations. And all of a sudden, an energy started coming through me. I could hear the voice in my head. But she was saying she was my angel, which then evolved into my grandma babe, my dad's mother who killed herself 10 years before that, okay? So I get a download for an hour of messages. And they even said, we know you think you're going crazy. You're not. Here are three things only your dad would know. Call him, ask him. And the whole point was they said, we're here in response to your cries at night for help. My grandma said, my job is to help you, heal you. So you don't go down the same dark road of depression that I went down. Let me help you. And she gave me this program that I was supposed to do that would be from the inside out to heal myself and to love myself, okay? And that really became the basis of my first book, Spirited. So the bottom line is a mind-body-spirit program. And she said, hey, and this was an hour worth of like, dozens of pages scribbled coming out so fast, faster than my head could process it. Okay. Mm -hmm. And she said, if you do this work, we will send you your future soulmate. And she gave me clues. And this is back in 1997. Okay. So she said his name was Ryan, something about a rose and his exact birthday, which was 924. Okay. So I run out of the bookstore. I called my dad. I was shaking. I said, I don't know what just happened, but I have to ask you three things. And of those three things, one of them was how my dad found her when she killed herself. Nobody knew it. He never could talk about it, never told my mom. And he was like, wow, I don't know how you would know that except you're talking to my mom. And so with, in a sense, his blessing, he said, if it feels safe and comforting, keep talking to her. So for 18 months, I would meet her in my journal. It's called automatic writing. 
And again, this was all foreign to me. So I would I would do what my guide said. It was a mind, body, spirit practice. And I stopped the sleep eating. It just stopped because I was listening to the inner voice. It was just my higher self trying to get my attention. Okay. I did the work and I was in a great place 18 months later. Well, what happened at that point was, and I totally forgot about like the dangling carrot of, hey, you'll meet your soulmate. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so I had to go. So I was going to get go to Chicago for an advertising internship. And what happened was on my drive from Gainesville to there, it fell through. And I did not want to go back to Omaha, but here I was. I had no choice. So I'm back in Omaha and my mom says, I want to set you up with this great guy. And I'm thinking, oh my God, my mom's setting me up. This is not going to go well. Well, I let her. I was bored. I went out with this guy. On our second date, it hit me. His name was Brian. So I'm like, oh my gosh, Brian, Brian, close enough. I dug through those journals. So Rose, his last name was Rosen. So you drop B off Brian, you get Ryan. You drop N off Rose, Rose, and you get Rose, Ryan Rose. Mm -hmm. So then I really dug for that birthday. And again, 1997, there is no Facebook. You know, you can't go look people up. So on our sec on second or third date, I said to him, hey, is your birthday September 24th? And he looked at me. He's like, uh, are you stalking me? <laughs> yes, it was. And that became my wow. first marriage. So what happened wow. was, is that, that's where I shifted from skeptic to believer, because there's no way I could have known that. And so from there, what happened was I got my degree in advertising. I tried to use it. I couldn't. I said, all right, God, if you want me to do this, you are my publicist. I am not looking for business. Bring it to me. And so from there, I moved to Detroit. And a friend of mine said, go try this in a coffee shop. And so for fun, I said, fine, I'll do it. And they sent me strangers. And it was working. And a few months later, I got on the cover of the Detroit Jewish News, goes out to like 100,000 people. And that started my business. And that was back in 1999. Wow. Amazing, right? And now and you have now some of the biggest people in the world come to you. I mean, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. I know. And my gal, Jen Aniston, she's, she's yep. always been a she great... She has been amazing. And again, all these people found me. I don't go chase people down. In fact, I just do what I love, which is to show people this is real, to empower them, to trust it and to do it for themselves. And then you guys find me. And that's how you know it's a gift. It's organic. It's not forced. So you, the, you believe that all of us have a team spirit, right? Made up of guides, loved ones, or a combination of both. So there's, everybody's going to have somebody who's passed on the other side. Everybody has that. But does everybody have a guide or an angel or whatever you want to call it? Yes, we do. In fact, before we're born, we basically establish who our team spirit will be. And team spirit, it's just, it's another way of saying an energetic support system that you put in place to cover you while you come into this earth school. Because we are here to learn important lessons. And we don't, we can do it the hard way. We can do it on our own and struggle. Or we can do it the easy way and call on this team. It's made up sometimes of your favorite pets. I believe oftentimes animals are angels, unconditional love. In fact, I just wow. did a reading yesterday where this woman's dog named Ruth was her baby. She's devastated. And I'm like, it's so different than if a physical human died. 
And the dog came through saying, hey, the body gave out, but I'm not done with you. I'm still here. And gave her so much proof that the dog was really seeing what was going on just Jesus, moments before. Oh, my God. Pretty amazing, right? Oh, my God. So we have God. angels, we have spirit guides, we have dead people. But the dead people, just because they died, I always say don't necessarily trust them. They have to be properly trained to guide you. So if you didn't trust your dad's advice in life, why would you trust it from the other side unless he's done his work and he's able to see from a more enlightened perspective. So we all have this team spirit and we can call on it because of the law of free will. They can't interfere in our lives unless it's a life-threatening situation, unless we give them permission. All they need is a simple, hey, please help me or thank you for helping me. And then magic starts happening. Signs start happening. You know, synchronicities. Some people call it coincidence. There is no such thing. What's the great... uh Coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous. Exactly. That's my one one of my favorites. Um, okay, so, uh, is am I remembering this correctly? But th- do you have a thing about um, vanity license plates? Is this is this a thing? That's like my favorite way, my number one way that they talk to me, and I basically established, hey, talk to me with license plates. And then they adopted it. And this was 20 years ago, by the way. And I still get excited about it. Like, can I tell you something that happened right when my book came out? Yes. Okay. So my dad, Shelly, okay, he ended up 11 years after his first suicide attempt. He ended up succeeding. He took his life. Okay. Mm. But I believe he stuck around for those 11 years to get me on my path because he was in a very good place. He was properly medicated. He was very zen. And he was really believing in all of this. And then he left. I, you know, we don't need to go into the details. But the point is, he said, I'm going to help you more from the other side. And then literally months later is when I got my first book deal. And then all these things started falling into place. Well, he's always been behind the scenes. And he shows me license plates often. Well, it wasn't until my book came out a few months ago. That, you know, he's, he was part of the inspiration behind the book. And on pub date, okay, I'm driving away from my office and I end up behind a license plate that says Shelly. Okay? No way. Way. And then it gets crazier. So then like a week later, my husband and I were driving to go pick up our daughter from her nannies. And we were talking about, I, he, part of the book talks about healing intergenerational trauma. Okay, so family patterns passed down to you. Well, my husband and his dad have always had issues. And I said, you know, I'm so proud of you for having the courage to dig in, do your homework, work it out with your dad. And right then a license plate, another Shelly license plate cuts us, cuts us off on the road. Well, you know, no two travelers are exactly alike, and that means no two trips should be either. Texas, vast landscape of cultures, regions, destinations, and activity allow for such an infinite number of different travel experiences. I mean, I love Texas. I go like this. The people of Dallas, the culture of Austin, and I love any time I get there. If you're a beach person, well, you can go have fun in the sun with Texas 350 miles of coastline. If you're a rugged vacation type, there's campgrounds, hiking trails, state parks, golf is nuts there, foodies, 
You got your Texas barbecue and live music in Austin. And of course, if you're into the cowboy scene, you can certainly find it there. And now, Travel Texas offers a -a one-of-a-kind online trip builder that allows users to generate a custom trip matched to their own unique interests. So visit TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn to get the only trip to Texas that matters, yours. That's TravelTexas.com slash GetYourOwn. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. It can be dream visitations. I mean, the list goes on and on. I actually uh, go in depth in the book and talk about signs. Let, let, okay, I want to walk you through something that happened to me and you tell me what it, what it is. I think it's, I, look, it's a leading question because I know what it is. I, I am under no illusions about what happened. So I know one of your things is talking about meditation and the key to all of this, if you're interested in it, and I'm not putting words in your mouth, right, is meditation. People should begin to meditate, pray. That's sort of the baseline to open yourself up for all this, correct? Correct. Okay, so I've been doing a lot of that in the last few years. Um, And then the meditation thing has finally clicked. I've tried for 30 years to meditate. And it, it takes for a while, and then it doesn't, and then I try this version, and I like it, and then I get bored, and then I forget it, whatever. So I found TM, Transcendental Meditation, and it's stuck. And by the way, the reason it's stuck is I've been struggling to do it, and then I kept meeting really cool people in my life, new friends, and inevitably, they would start talking about doing TM. And I literally was like, I get it. I get it. I yep. get it. Message received. Start doing, which is exactly what we're talking about, correct? Exactly. I start the TM. I start to have these dreams that are super vivid. Um, And so my, one of my best friends in life was the actor, Bill Paxton. Bill was in Titanic. He was in Apollo 13. He uh, was in Twister. And God, he was such a great guy. God, he and I were best friends. And he died tragically having a routine heart procedure, which um, should never happen. Never got to say goodbye, never, whatever. So I have a dream. And in the dream, it's super real. Bill walks into the room and I'm like, oh my God, Bill doesn't know he's dead. I'm, do I, how do I tell him? Cause he's like, Hey man, how are you? God, I've been so busy. I've been coming back and forth. He literally said, I've been so busy. I've been going back and forth. That's what he says. Right. And I'm like, he doesn't know he's dead. And then I was, Oh no, no. He's talking about going back and forth from this world to that world. And anyway, he, he, he's like, I'll show you. And he took me. And then the next thing I know, I'm not, I know I'm not in, I, I'm still me, but I'm not in my own body. I don't have a body, but I'm exactly still me. I can think that I'm thinking the same, I have the same interests. 
everything is the same. Everything. Except I'm flying and I'm not in my body. And I'm with Bill and he's not he's not there anymore either. He's but he's there. He and yep. and so we're and we're flying and it looks like it looks like a cross between Fern Gully and some sort of and like av- the, the the land of Avatar is what it looks like. And the feeling I have, and I started crying in my dream, in my dream, you know, like you'll wake yourself up with laughing or something. And I started, I started weeping, weeping in my dream of love. Like I, I've never, I don't, I may, I may have experienced it when I saw my babies being born, maybe, but that's as close, but it's like so overwhelmed. It was so overwhelming. You just weep for joy, love, whatever. And then I have this thought of, oh no, but this is so great. But what about my wife, Cheryl and Matthew and Johnny, and I've left them and wherever. And here's the trippy part. Bill goes, no, man, they're already here. And I go, what? And it hit me that there is no, not only, not only is there no end, but there's also no time. So all of that is already happening. And in that, wherever I was, anybody that I could have known, will known, have known, if I thought about them, they were there. And I knew what, and what there is, is very specific. Right. What there is, is like, we're not like bumping fists and high-fiving and that's not happening. That's, that's why we come here. We don't get that there. What we get there is the best way I can do it is if you're with someone you love deeply and know deeply and you're sitting and watching TV or you're driving cross country in a car or they're asleep beside you, you know they're there and they're with you and that's what it is. Yep. So, and then the dream was over. I'm telling you, this is all, I woke up going, oh, well, I know what, what, I have no illusions at all about what the next chapter is. What do you make of it? What do you make of that story? So many thoughts. We could talk for an hour just on that. Okay. So first of all, when we sleep at night, most of us, many of us are astral traveling. You leave your body. That's what you were doing. So you said I had no body. I knew my consciousness was alive and it was me because that's the part of us, our soul, that is eternal. And so we come and go And you connected on this higher frequency with your loved ones who are non-physical. And we connect on a frequency of love. Okay, so you're, he's a soul brother to you. And so for you to find closure, you needed your own authentic experience, a personal, direct experience to not conceptually hear messages, but to feel him and that energy doesn't die. It just changes form. So while we are here physically focused in a body, your loved ones who have passed on are still with you. You were dialed into all that. And then what happens is, is you were out of time or space. There is no time or space in the non-physical, in the 5D energies, okay? Time and space, that's linear here in this world. But that is why you were able to connect and it felt expansive. And whether it was people like your your family who's still here in a body, you can connect with them. 
You know, it's on again on a frequency. Are you dialing in and meeting them, matching each other's energy? And then you feel each other. And that's where we communicate with spirit telepathically. And so that's all that was. And it's amazing. And what I felt like I wanted to tell you is your ability to do that was partly was to open up the doorway further so that you could start meditating with TM because you don't need to wait to have a dream visitation or to astral travel. You can consciously intend this by sitting quietly in meditation, you know, with the intention you want to connect to this, in a sense, oneness, this higher energy, unity, consciousness. So here we are in this earth world. This is a world of contrast, duality, that's why Earth can feel hard. You know, it's Earth school. Sometimes it can feel like a struggle. It can, there can be suffering. But what you did is you left that duality and contrast and you went into the place of what I call heaven, where it's oneness, it's connection, it's peace, it's faith, it's, it's love. And again, yep. the reason I wrote this book is you can have that now in your waking state. You can bring heaven to Earth. You don't have to, earth can be a struggle, it can be suffering, but it can also be grace, ease, joy, and that's what you had a taste of. And so I think what your guides are telling you is, here, you can access it now through your TM practice. That's one way. I think there's a lot of ways. I also feel like, do you work out a lot? Because moving meditation is another way. Yeah, I do. It, and it's funny you say that because... That's so weird that you say that because I've had recently in the middle of Run. long walks or running, I felt like I was starting to have that feeling mm -hmm. of, go, of, I want to say going away or whatever. Is that a thing? That's it. So I'm getting, as I'm talking to you, that your guides are saying to you, runner's high, okay? Whatever yes. puts you in a higher vibration. Because we all are vibration. We're all energy vibrating at different speeds. And the key to connecting to spirit, your higher self, your team and spirit, is to raise your vibration. And for you, moving meditation where you're present, you're grounded, you're breathing, so you're moving energy, okay? And then you get into a zone. And from there, you're kind of getting out of your head. You're getting into your heart. And that's the same feeling that you had in the dream. So you know how to access it intentionally. Okay. Here's one more thing that happened. And because and every time I go to bed at night, I'm, I do my prayers and then I ask for information, right? Like I ask for information. I you know, give my gratitudes. I do a bunch of different things. And sometimes I get stuff and sometimes I don't. But this is the thing that was so radical. Yeah, this just happened. I was given, I'm sleeping and I was given, I'm thinking in my sleep very lucidly and I have an idea for a new game show. I've been thinking about, I don't know where it came from. I'm talking about the title, the rules, the set, everything. I, and then people say wake up and write, but I, I've never been able to do that. That's the other thing. Wake up and write them down. I don't, I can't and I don't want to. Like I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping. It's impossible. What I realized is all I could just talk to my phone and yell, hey, Siri. So which I did. I was like, hey, Siri. And I did a voice memo. I woke up the next morning. I looked at all the information. It was super cogent, super detailed. It was an actual 
pitch. Like if you were to go into a network or a studio and say, I have an idea, it was the entire thing. I sold it to a network the next week. Wow. The entire thing came from a dream. The entire thing. That does not surprise me because that's the same place, that state of lucid dreaming, where geniuses tap into these their creative genius and they download these genius ideas and it's coming from the ethereal plane, this higher plane. You know, and and that to me, that's how another gateway or doorway for you to access your what they call the Akashic Records. So that is like a place that stores all of our lifetimes ever lived, past, present, future, and our soul contract. So it's the life that you prearranged, the life you prearranged before you were born. And when you said, show me what I need to know, give me guidance in my dreams tonight, you gave spirit permission and then you were available. So they downloaded more of your records to show you what's in your, what I would call vibrational escrow. Okay. Mm -hmm. And because you're an active co-creator, you have free will, you could have not acted on it. But instead, you're in this co-creative dance now with your guides, with the divine. And so nothing makes your guides happier than when you follow the guidance. You have the courage, you have the ability to show up and do the work, right? And you did it. And look at what happened. And not only did you you have this amazing opportunity, but I'm sure it built your faith and trust in your ability to download. It's oh, it's unbelievable. And I, you know, we'll wait till it happens. I keep tr- every night I do it and we'll see what comes of it. But I mean, the notion that I'm I'm gonna go and have a game show on the air that I'll produce or do or whatever I'm gonna do with it. I mean, for, do you know for, you know how hard it is to get a network to buy anything? Uh yes. Anything. Anything. And look at how much you've because you do it very authentically and organically. You're not in desperation. You're not in effort. You're gonna like, hey, I'll try it. If it works, great. If it doesn't, that's why it's working for you. Because your your compass is, is this gonna bring me joy? Can this be right. of service to others? Right? How may I yep. serve? And you do it. And it, it it shows. I mean, that's why I've always been drawn to you. You're very real. It's not all about you. You bring, right, you no. know, and the other thing is I keep hearing to say to you is levity. One of your superpowers is levity, laughter, comedy, right? Mm-hmm. You're able yeah. to bring hope, inspiration, lightness to people in your own unique way. So, of course, the universe is going to yield to you and open doors for game shows and TV shows that allow people to experience that. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Well, okay, should we do, can we do a mini reading? So people, Uh, I think people, I think people might like to see, like, right? Does that make sense? Should we try it? I love doing readings. I really feel for me to be able to demonstrate it, I always say the proof is in the pudding. 
If I yes. can make a connection here for you and you can offer some validation, it's going to help people wrap their minds around it a little bit more. Yes, for sure. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. So in my mind, I'm just going to make sure we're only connecting into light. When you do this, you can call in anything and we're not going to anything dark. Okay. 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 So I want you in your mind and heart to just give them permission to come forward. And I'm asking, I'm inviting them in as well. Well, first and foremost, is your mom passed on, Rob? Yeah. Okay. Mom is here. She's all over this. Now, wow. so I know you're Robert. Who's Robert in spirit? Robert or Bob? Yeah, he's always around. That's my grand. That's his. That's my grandpa, her father. Her, her dad. He's there. Yes. Mom's there. They're showing me double balloons. Whenever balloons are my sign for birthday, anniversary, or death date. And whenever I see it side by side, it means, okay, where are we? End of June, going into July. What would be celebrated? That's kind of a big deal. My Well, well first of all, my, my mom's birthday is in July. That's for one thing. Um. Uh, I have wedding anniversary with that, my wife. That's it. She's showing me. She's so excited. This is the biggest gift right now. Um, she wants me to bring up Bobby, Barbie, Bubby. Who's BBB? Um, Barbie is what my grandpa called her. Okay. So we have Barbie. And then we have Bob. And that's right. And he was, he was Bob. What they're yep. showing me is your mom's birthday. This is the greatest gift by you being present and wanting to connect. She is so proud of you. And she's, is your dad still living? Yes. It's something about, he's a slow learner, but he's slowly opening up. And it's, okay, this is cool. I just saw, they're patting you on the back. It's This is what I was talking about with intergenerational homework that's been passed down to you to break karma, break patterns, okay? Break false beliefs that have been projected onto you by other generations and yep. something about you are here as your father's teacher as is your boys are here as your teacher and what they're saying to you okay so john is one of your kids that's right it's something about how you're helping him in a way you wished you would have had that guidance given yes. to you but you didn't get and yes. your mom is winking at you and saying to you but your father didn't have it because he didn't get it <laughs> from his father that's okay right. Yep. But it's yep. all the shoulds, like what you should do versus following your heart. And in what I'm also seeing is something about it's something about your sobriety. Mm -hmm. Yep. Did your son John struggle with that at all? Yeah, and he's now sober like six years. That's I think. a really big deal. And they're showing me yeah, the coin sure. right now. So mm -hmm. it's kind of a big deal. And then I'm supposed to bring up so 30, 30 something with 30. So what would be 30, like the 30th of a month? Well, I mean, I have, I have 33 years sober. That's I have about 32 year wedding anniversary. 30, so there's a lot of 30s. It's 33 years sober. That's a long time. And what she's smiling and, and your grandfather is acting as a guide. Okay. So grandfather Bob applauding you for having the wisdom, the courage to stay the course and by example, you're inspiring your son, okay? Right. Your yep. your buddy Bill is standing here right now. He's showing me surfing. It's like let's go surfing. <laughs> I don't I don't know if he ever knew how to surf or you have surfed. I surf all I surf all the time. Okay, I love another surfing. form of moving meditation. Mm -hmm. And he's showing me his heaven being like on the water with you. And he has a good sense of humor. He's showing me he's actually a better surfer than you in that realm. <laughs> 
That's well, that's that's what he went up there to learn because he was he did not surf in this world. That's amazing. Okay. Well, now he has all the time in the world to do it. He's right. showing me you something about your ankle. And it's like, be careful. I don't know if you recently hurt your ankle, your foot, your toe, but it's like one of those minor, like the universe waking you up, slowing you down. Do you have something going on where that was kind of? It, it's so funny you say that the, the last two days I've been, I've had a, an ankle thing and I'm like, I wonder if this is something. There's something, something there. It's a weak link. They're telling you, pay attention. And I see you going and getting an adjustment, maybe a chiropractic adjustment, some body work. Because if you said, hey, I'm going to go for a run, you might twist your ankle. Okay. They always say things because knowledge is power. It's to help you to prevent mm-hmm. something. Okay. The next thing I'm seeing is they're telling you, now I have a, a guide of yours saying, be very intentional, intentional about what you say yes to. So you you don't know is an okay answer. You don't have to say yes to everything that comes your way. Um, but it's almost like you get fragmented or you spread yourself too thin and yep. then you deplete yourself. So what I see are three really big commitments or projects that you do and you do really well. And it could be, okay, one is in TV, one is in podcast, one is in writing, okay? Mm-hmm. And what I see is, you can work as much or as little as you want, but it has your radar, your compass is the measure is joy. Is it bringing you joy? Okay. So it's all about, it's not about the financial aspect, right? Because the money yep. is not your lesson. It's about, will this build my sense of worth? And we measure our worth in the amount of light we hold because your purpose is you're here to be a bright light, to lift others up into their highest potential, their light. Okay. Um, St. Patrick's Day, the four-leaf clover, a shamrock. That's a sign from your guides. So I don't know if a lucky, being lucky, something about being lucky or a shamrock. Do you have a tattoo? I do have a tattoo. It's old and faded. Okay. They want me to acknowledge that in connection to your guides. Is the tattoo at all about freedom? Is it about um, faith? It was original. It's it's funny. The original tattoo was, was it, the in Chinese was, about, um, uh, what was that? I've just been so long. The ability to sort of leaps of faith. That's what it, faith. it, it originally was. Yes. Because you, in your faith is your freedom. Okay. So you are safe, secure, confident. Okay. You have a deep faith that there is a divine design, a divine order, and a purpose to your life. And your guides inspired you to get that. And they're showing me that you're going to start seeing the word faith and freedom. Those two words, I see them as kind of winks. We're talking about like a God wink signs. That's an example. Shamrocks. Why shamrocks? Are you Irish? Well, I'm born on St. Patrick's Day. That's why. Yeah. That's funny. They showed me my birthday and my numbers. But for you, it's that symbol. Now, you might see 317. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. So let me keep going. So do we know who Margaret is or any M-A-R yeah, name? Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. Margaret is Bob's wife. Oh, she's saying hi. Hi. Does she want me to tell you that they're, think of it like a family reunion up there. It is, clearly. It is. What's with Hawaii? Did you just go? Are you about to go? And we just bought um, a place in Hawaii. They love it. Just just bought it. Love it. They're saying that's our idea of heaven. Now you in Hawaii is a mirror to them of where they're at. So go and enjoy it because one of your lessons is not just working hard, it's playing hard. Okay, it's balancing the two. 
Um, they're showing me you having to dig up landscaping, doing some major like backyard yard work, like hiring somebody. Don't try and do it yourself. You're going to hurt yourself. Oh, good. Okay. okay. Do you Did you guys actually just like do a whole new landscaping or trees? We will be doing that. We're also building something in Montecito. And also we're, we're doing something in Mexico. We've got a bunch of different projects. real estate projects, but the one in Mexico is literally in the jungle. Okay. I so. think it might be that because it's a really expensive deal where you have to put a lot of love into the foundation. And I see digging up the earth, but being very intentional about the energy you're creating. Because mm -hmm. really what you're doing is you're creating these sacred places where you can bring people to, to enjoy. Yes. That's part of your purpose. Oh, and, and, so, good. and so I always tell people, when you spend money intentionally, meaning it's going to better your soul and or be of service to others, right? You're doing it for a deeper cause. The universe, it's just energy. The universe always replenishes it and brings it back tenfold. So for you to create these sanctuaries, so to speak, you go there for yourself to recharge, you pay it forward to share it with others. They love that you're doing this. Um, they're showing me you've got to keep an eye on your heart. And I don't know if it's because you had a wake-up call with it or there's hereditary heart stuff. In fact, did your father have any procedure done with his heart? My father, yes. He, yeah, he has a pacemaker. That's what I see. And it's just something that's maybe, um, you know, hereditary. Again, knowledge is power. Pay attention. Stay on top of it. No, your friend Bill is here. And he's showing me, this is interesting. Do, was he around 56 or 65 when he passed? Yeah, he was, I think he was 62 or something like that. Yes. There was a window in there in, in terms of a soul contract where he had an exit point. And he is looking at this. Did he want to go? No. So on a human level, did he want to die? No. On a soul level, was it a probability, a high probability? The answer is yes. He's showing me it had something to do with love, heart chakra stuff. It evolved over time, shutting down. He, he may have had some big lessons around giving and receiving love that he didn't necessarily master. And it over time evolved into a heart problem. Okay. He's showing me learn from my mistake here. It's all about living from your heart. You do this. You don't need to worry. But what I'm seeing with your dad is your dad has been more guarded or shut down emotionally. Yeah. So when we know what we don't want, we we do the opposite. Oftentimes we know what we do want. You know how to show up from your heart with your wife, with your boys, with your audience. Keep doing that and you will heal this pattern of heart stuff. Bill wants me to tell you that something about getting your window fixed. Do you have a, a window like a, a cracked, I don't know if it's car, house? I, Yes, I have a Jesus. I have a cracked moonroof in my car that has been my bet noir. It has been my, the bane of my. It's taken forever. I'm driving this rental car that I hate. I've been calling, going, when am I getting my car? It's going on and on. It's a minor thing, obviously, but yes, it's been a big thing. And he knows, and that's what I mean by evidence. Nobody would know that he's in the car with you. He sees it. He's saying, Rebecca pointed out, so he knows. Talk to me in the car. And by the way get it fixed. Or I'm going to be behind the scenes. He's helping to speed up the process. I bet you in the next <laughs> week or two, there's resolution around your moon roof. I love that I have that I have a spirit guide is helping me get my car fixed. Anything to make your life easier. I always say you can ask him for a parking spot if it's going to make you feel more inner peace. The bottom line is 
your spirit, your team is there. You're open. You're an easy one for them to guide. They're showing me an eagle. An eagle connects to, it feels like your grandfather, but I'm feeling it's on your dad's side. And what I just felt from him is he either didn't know you or you were younger when he passed. Was he in the service, your dad's dad? Uh, I don't know if he was in the service, but yes, he was, he didn't really, I, he passed when I was about 12. Yep. He is showing me, he feels like he failed to show up for you or didn't have the time to. So he's in the background, but he's in a sense looking after your dad. And it's Mm. about proud of you for incorporating more. Do you cook? Like I see grilling. I see barbecue. Did you actually just have your dad over for something along the lines of a barbecue? That's, I'm trying to, well. What's with the grill? Why do I feel like, did you guys just get a new one? Did you just talk about doing some big barbecue? I, I mean, I was just over the weekend at a big barbecue of friends, but my grandpa was a master, master griller, restaurateur. I mean, that's what he did. That's what I mean, he's when doing. I think, when I think of his activity, he's cooking. Okay, so what he's doing is trying to identify himself and say, hey, I'm this guy. Is he an R initial also? So like, I know I have your Robert on your mom's side, but who would be R that would be well, on dad's side? That's R. He's Robert too. Oh, you Both are Roberts. God, you have two Roberts. Got it. Yep. He's the R number two. Yep. Okay. What he's showing me is that he's really proud of you and he knows you, not as the 12-year-old boy when he left, but as a soul. And he's doing mm-hmm. a salute. And that means that he has the highest form of regard or respect for how you show up in this world. And he's showing me he's the one messing with the electricity, electrical stuff. And it's kind of like you cannot figure out why a certain light keeps flickering, even though you change the bulb or something keeps going out on you. And you're like, oh, I, w- half an hour before I came in to do this podcast, I was like, OK, the gate, the gate box does not buzz me in. We've had it fixed. 17 times this thing needs to be replied just i had the, the conversation that was it and you can get someone out there and be like sir we don't know what's wrong it's working fine so that's how spirit manipulates things to get our attention and the next time it happens just say all right thank you i hear you and let it will- me into my house exactly <laughs> it'll fix itself okay so go back to your mother your mother adores you i don't know if you're the favorite child or you're there's something about you're on a pedestal And usually what that means is you and she have a special connection. And did she wear the same perfume for a lot of years, if not her entire lifetime? She did, but I can't remember what it was. Okay, so it'd be one of the classes like Shalimar, Chanel. She's showing me that, but then she's showing me Cheryl. And she's showing me something about the perfume. So you want to ask her what that means? Like she might say, that's funny. I just bought a bottle. I can tell you exactly what it is. Cheryl is famously highly allergic to certain perfumes. That's it. And Cheryl's going to say, I know exactly what she's talking about because I smelled it yesterday when I was walking down the street or in my car or whatever it is. That's your mom. And your mom is talking about, has Cheryl's father passed away? Yes. He's there. So he's (laughs) showing me rolling my eyes. Okay, when they roll their eyes at me, it means they didn't believe in this in life, but he's super open to it now. And he adores his daughter and he's saying how proud he is of her She's had her own set of lessons that lately she's been doing a really good job. It's humbling, kind of some setbacks, but that it's she's learning and to have more compassion and not be so hard on herself. And 
something about does she love to do interior decorating or design for fun? Yeah, that's, that's what that's her obsession. And that's going to be part of the project of building these houses, but Hawaii house. Okay. And mm-hmm. th- there's going to be something about being in Hawaii is really soothing for her nervous system. She needs this right now. Um, and hold on. Do you know who Marvin is? And do you know who like Bert or Bernie? Bernie. Bernie. Oh, Bernie. Yeah, I know Bernie is. He's my longtime manager who's passed away about 10 years ago is like a second father to me. He's saying hello. He's waving, sending his love to you. And there's someone with them who's Martin Marvin. You want to look at that later? I'll look at that. These are your father-in-law, your second father, Bernie. Mm -hmm. They're all up there saying, we love you. We are proud of you. So I think we'll leave it there. But the bottom line is, you are dialed in. If I can read you this easily, it means you're doing your work. Keep doing what you're doing. It is working. It's amazing. This this is amazing. Okay, so what what should folks do who loved listening to this? That you have a podcast, they should listen to the podcast. They should. Yep, my podcast is small, medium, at large. My website's rebeccarosen.com. My social media is at medium Rebecca Rosen. Because the bottom line is, I'm here not to just do readings. I'm here to demonstrate it, like we just did, and then inspire and empower others to do it for themselves. You don't need me. You are dialed in if you choose to be to your team spirit. So great. This is great. I adore you. This was so fun to catch up. I'm going to get Cheryl to call you and uh, you're overdue. It's so funny you say that about Hawaii. You would have no reason to know that. And Cheryl Cheryl will literally say this. She says it all the time. This is my happy place. This is my happy place. This Uh, is my happy place. This is my, Hawaii is my heaven on earth as well. It feels so good. I'm so happy for you guys. So fun. Super fun. We'll see you. Well, I know what some of you are probably thinking. You're like, she could have Googled your grandpa or your grandpa's grandpa. Yeah, for sure. But I've also, I've been with Rebecca um, and she's done all kinds of stuff more along the lines of the Hawaii thing. She doesn't know about that. Nobody knows about that. Nobody knows we just bought a place in Hawaii. Nobody. Um, Nobody knows that that is Cheryl's place that she's obsessed with. Nobody knows that. Could be my place. It wasn't. It's hers right? The 30, all that. I mean, it's, she never ceases to amaze. Anyway, I, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I really did. We're trying to, to broaden the spectrum of, of guests and it keeps me super interested, keeps you super interested. And so this was one of the first ones. So I hope you like it more to come and, uh, wherever you are, whatever treadmill you're walking on, whatever, uh, you know, whatever you're, you're, whatever meditation you're doing and listening to, to this podcast, I appreciate it. All right. You know what time it is. It's time to check the lowdown line. Hello. You've reached literally in our lowdown line where you can get the lowdown on all things about me, Rob Lowe. 323-570-4551. So have at it. Here's the beep. Hi, Roblo. This is Nevaeh Smith. I am from Shallery, Pennsylvania. And um, I was actually wondering if you would have the chance to do like an Outsiders reboot. Would you ever do it? I think that would be a really cool idea. But I hope you have a wonderful day whenever you hear this or night. Have a good one. That is so sweet. 
an Outsiders reboot today. I think they already made that movie. It was called Cocoon. We're all so old now. Pony boy. We would be pony boy. What would it be? Pony septuagenarian. (laughs) But no, yeah, I would. Listen, what I would love to do is do is update outsiders. Um, and have those kids be around today in that, because it's so important that those characters remain golden and um, not in their golden years. But that would be, that would definitely be fun. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you next week on Literally. You've been listening to Literally with Rob Lowe, produced by me, Nick Liao with help from associate producer Sarah Begar, researched by Alyssa Grawl. The podcast is executive produced by Rob Lowe for Low Profile, Adam Sachs, Jeff Ross, and myself at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Stitcher. Booking by Deirdre Dodd, music by Devin Bryant. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Literally with Rob Lowe. This has been a Team Coco production.